Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Tuesday, January 23rd, Thankful Tuesday. We are making our way through the Gospel of Luke. In Luke chapter 6 today, we see that Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath and He heals a man with a withered hand on the Sabbath and the Pharisees are mad about it. They only can see according to the old way of thinking where you should do no work on the Sabbath, which is a type of misunderstanding of the Ten Commandments where we honor the Sabbath and keep it holy. And Jesus is teaching them a new way to think. Why not do good on the Sabbath? It's not just about what we don't do, but the Sabbath is a day for worship and for doing good for others. Then we're moving over to the Psalms. Remember, we're in the middle of Psalm 106. And this Psalm is dedicated to the faithfulness of the Lord. And it's a reminder of His covenant love, even in the midst of so much disobedience. As I read Luke chapter 6, verses 1 through 11, I wonder what word sticks out to you. On the Sabbath, while He was going through the grain fields, His disciples plucked and ate some heads of grain, rubbing them in their hands. But some of the Pharisees said, Why are you doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath? And Jesus answered them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry, he and those who were with him, how he entered the house of the Lord and took and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priests to eat? and also gave it to those with him. And he said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath, he entered the synagogue and was teaching. And a man was there whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and Pharisees watched him to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath, so that they might find a reason to accuse him. But he knew their thoughts, and he said to the man with the withered hand, Come and stand here. And he rose and stood there. And Jesus said to them, I ask you, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to destroy it? And after looking around at them all, he said to them, Stretch out your hand. And he did so. And his hand was restored. But they were filled with fury and discussed with one another what they might do to Jesus. Again, we see in this passage that Jesus knew the thoughts of the Pharisees. Earlier in Luke's gospel, we read that he perceived the thoughts of man. He knows what they're thinking. They're trying to catch him in some kind of law-breaking But it's absurd to us when we read it. We think, oh my goodness, how could they be so blind? But I believe that the Pharisees are just a warning for us. Help us, Lord, not to be blind to your work. Help us not to be filled with fury at your goodness around us. That for whatever reason, we are so tied to our way of thinking. And ultimately, Lord, we pray that you would do your work of restoration each Sabbath in our midst. 
Okay, let's move on over to the Psalms. Remember I said we are in Psalm 106. We'll be reading verses 34 through 48. We are picking up in the middle here, and so we're talking about the Israelite nation, the nation of Israel, and how they disobeyed God. They did not destroy the peoples as the Lord commanded them, but they mixed with the nations and learned to do as they did. They served their idols, which became a snare to them. They sacrificed their sons and their daughters to the demons. They poured out innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. Thus they became unclean by their acts and played the whore in their deeds. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against his people, and he abhorred his heritage. He gave them into the hand of the nations, so that those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies oppressed them, and they were brought into subjection under their power. Many times he delivered them, but they were rebellious in their purposes and were brought low through their iniquity. Nevertheless, he looked upon their distress when he heard their cry. For their sake, he remembered his covenant and relented according to the abundance of his steadfast love. He caused them to be pitied by all those who held them captive. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. And let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. I'm thinking about the beautiful way of Jesus our Lord as it's displayed in the Gospel of Luke. Jesus came to bring good news for the poor, and he came to show a radical kind of hospitality and deep pity for the people. Um, This is in rejection to the pharisaical religious hypocrisy. The, The Pharisees couldn't even see the goodness of Jesus healing a man of a withered hand because it was done on the Sabbath. And so I'm just grateful today for the Gospel of Luke, which kind of is a good segue into Thankful Tuesday, an opportunity for us to think about things and people that we are thankful for. Today, as we contemplate God's generosity to us, I want you to thank Him for a person who has taught you something recently or encouraged you or perhaps has been patient with you. I want you to thank Him for a place that you just saw the beauty of God on display. Let's be thinking about a thing that God has given us that helps us to know Him better. And then we're going to think about the characteristics of God from A to Z. He is almighty and He is zealous for His glory. Will you pray with me? Father, as always, we give thanks for your word. In it, Lord, we want to meet you in the pages. We want to feel your embrace, be reminded of your work and your worth. 
Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his healing power, his deep pity on humanity, his desire for all people regardless of social status, and for his proclamation of the good news, the new covenant in his blood. We thank you today for someone who has encouraged us or taught us or been patient with us. We also pause to thank you for a place where we saw your beauty on display. Thank you for a tool that you have given us which helps us know you more. And finally, Lord, we want to rest in your character that we see on display in the Psalms, and especially in the Psalm we read today, that you are our deliverer and that you are one who looks upon our distress and hears our cry and remembers your covenant and your steadfast love. Blessed be you, Lord God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. In the precious name of Jesus, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen.